Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the first ever episode of the PM Diaries. Insert claps. Um, With your hosts, my name is Paige. My name is Maddie. And we are coming to you from the Windy City. Yes, it is Wednesday, September 20th. It is definitely a windy day in the Windy City. And we are excited to be finally launching our podcast. I know. It really is like I feel like we deserve a pat on the back. For sure. It's kind of like full transparency. It has been a process for us to like get this all set up we have been teaching ourselves so many things um literally surviving on youtube tutorials and willpower and a dream um i mean we've learned so much like what have we learned about audio interfaces yeah mic stands i mean we knew about mic stands but these Mm -hmm. are some this this whole podcast mic setup this is definitely some new stuff it's hitting different xlr cables yeah i'm gonna be honest I feel like I'm good with phones. Obviously, what we're Gen Z, so we're mm-hmm. born in the tech age. <laughs> yeah. But this is some next level shit. Like, the way I've had to actually transform into a member of the Geek Squad to get this done <laughs> deserves an award in itself. So I, I am happy that we are here and we Me are recording too. our first podcast. I know. I yeah. mean, we have, we've been off. We're now in our second week of being off from work. Yes. And I was thinking to myself, I was like, I'm... I don't know when it was the last time that I took this much time off from work. Yeah. Um, I honestly, I don't think I've taken two weeks off since I was forced to take two weeks off when we had COVID. Yep. Um, but obviously this feels much different. Like it, it feels like a good, uh, how do you say a good journey? Yeah. Because the thing is, and this is probably not the best thing. I'm always, I've always been the type of person to say, I am not going to take off work because it's too hard to go back. Yeah. Just the thought of going back. Oh my gosh, all these emails in my inbox. I've been like enjoying my life and now I have to go back. Mm-hmm. So I never take off. I'm always the type of person that like counts down how many more days I have left off. And it's like this impending doom of having to go back. Yeah. But this time I, maybe it's the maturity a few more years on me, but I've actually been enjoying my time off I feel like I'm not like feeling that impending doom and the countdown and all this stuff and it has been a really nice time off it has um I know for myself like I made an intentional effort to just like turn off work notifications and stuff like that and unless it's like an emergency or something I really have not been paying attention um I know we've been spending our time like binge watching a lot of tv mm-hmm. specifically 90 day fiance crazy crazy okay so there the thing is there's like so many 90 day franchises it's hard to keep up honey. yeah there's like so we've been watching last resort which is shaking the table and yes. we've also been watching just regular before the 90 days yeah. is it before the 90 days? i believe it's before the 90 days because yeah. they're not engaged yet yes and honestly out of the two of those shows i love them both but mm-hmm. before the, or no 90 days last resort has been shaking the, the table. table like Kal- kalani is that how I pronounce yes, it? Yes, Kalani. Kalani and Asuelu. Like, Kalani really came to this season and said, I'm giving you everything. Everything. And I she hope they're compensating there. her for oh, that. Oh, they better be paying her for that. Because if you want me to talk like that, like, I'm expecting a, a, a huge payday. Um, I'm, I, 
90 Day Fiance, I've always liked the show. It's always been messy. Like, I've always loved the couples and stuff. Mm -hmm. But it's just something about this specific, like, franchise. Like, everybody's giving. Like, you have Ed there being a jerk sometimes. You have Angela being horny. Like, it's just like, I can't. This whole Angela and Michael thing. Okay, she is 50 and free. 50 and free. Like, love to see it. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know if that's always a category that gets represented on TV. Um, even Yara and Jovi, I feel mm-hmm. like they showed up ready to give good TV. It's been a, it's been a great, um, gr- I've had a great time catching up on the series. I'm like, why did I ever stop watching? I know. I mean, back in the days where it was, who were the OGs? Like Darcy. Danielle, what's her name? Danielle and Mohammed. Yes. Um, you had Molly Chantel and Louise. And- Pedro. Pedro. Oh, they were keeping us fed. Oh, yeah. They They're were keeping, still us, keeping fed. us fed. So the show is still good. Yeah. And I haven't been enjoying my time. But I'm excited to see how this season closes out. Yeah. Yeah. I would say definitely that's been a highlight of my time off is like mm-hmm. catching up on TV shows. Another highlight, though, is like I've been able to schedule doctor's appointments. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. That's probably why my voice sounds a little crazy. I noticed I'm having a lot like my allergy situation is giving me hell right now. Yeah. And I was able to schedule with an like allergist or whatever their title is. Yeah. Um, so that's been nice. But like this whole allergy situation, I feel like my voice has gone two octaves deeper just dealing with like allergies in itself. I know. So just catching up on that. And then what else? What else? You know we- what my highlight was? So we got the couch situation figured out. Thank God. The couch debacle of summer 2023 literally so long story short basically like we were so excited we got this new custom couch that was perfectly designed to fit our space it was a good color it was a good size the comfortability was there so you know we waited three months for this custom couch Mm -hmm. and the night before it was supposed to be delivered we decided for once in our lives to be prepared about something to be proactive right so we take this couch downstairs our older couch we take it we put it in the dump we're like yeah see you later like see you never like we're ahead of the game we cleaned out our space so the next day i'm literally waiting for the delivery the people get here i see them open the truck i'm like okay cool like they have the couch whatever so i'm waiting downstairs because he asked me to stay with his truck and i'm like wow this is taking a really long time like it's just the sixth floor like what's going on and they couldn't even fit the couch out of the elevator hallway yeah So not only was it a debacle to get it out of the first elevator hallway, then they couldn't even slide it down our narrow hallway and fit it in the door. The devastation, (laughs) the devastation that I felt like I'm sitting there like, okay, well, shit. Like I threw my other couch away. Like this is a custom couch. Are we going to get a refund for this? This is not fitting. Right. Oh my God. And obviously, the fact that like we had to jump through hoops. Number one, it's my fault. I did a piss poor measuring job. Yes. I didn't even clean up the floor. I, I just laid the damn tape measure. I'm like, Oh yeah, that, that'll work. Like oh, I bought it thinking I'm knowing what the hell I'm doing on a custom damn couch. couch. I'm sitting at work on pins and needles because I'm like, okay, I know my couch is coming today. Paige had to take off. It was this whole ordeal. All for her to call me and say, it the couch fit. does not fit. I literally, I I, I, I saved a, a fucking stage four panic attack because yeah. I 
that was devastating it was devastating i had a pit in my stomach i mean i was looking at these delivery drivers like they were looking at me like what is wrong with this girl like i was literally choking back tears like oh my it, God. it was that severe but it was a lesson learned it we was. learned you know be careful with custom furniture don't throw your furniture away too prematurely mm-hmm. and definitely measure your space make sure you do a, a a thorough measuring job which other people they might not have needed to learn that lesson it just might be it unique to our goofy asses. i know that was silly yeah but it got fixed we got a new couch yay yes it'll be here way sooner than three months yay. we got a refund we measured yay yes. so yes. i think we've we've ended it pretty well yeah and we're, we're gonna be leaving our inflatable couch to more like emergency situations not an everyday thing because my neck and my back baby they are feeling baby, it screaming yeah but i don't know it's just cute i don't know i like i told you before i've enjoyed this time off with you it's it's given us time to refocus and recenter and mm, like it truly feels like the start of something new <laughs> like i and it always reminds me of high school musical oh but this, this could, could be, be the start of something new it feels so right to be here with you. Oh, I know. Oh my God, throwback, throwback. No, we call ourselves nostalgia fairies. I so know. these little moments of nostalgia, we just—I I feel like they just take me over sometimes. That's a I good, know. good so throwback. Should we get into the first ever four one one? Let's get into it. Okay, so we are starting off with some Swifty news. So. According to Billboard.com, um, in anticipation of 1989 Taylor's version, Swift's next re-recording, which is slated for an October 27th release, the Karma singer teamed up with Google to unload a new batch of hints and Easter eggs for her eagle-eyed fans. Google launched a new pop-up animation Tuesday that prompted fans to collectively solve puzzles to help the Grammy winner reveal the From the Vault tracks for the 1989 re-recording by typing taylor swift into the blank space aka the google search bar a new pop-up would offer one of 89 puzzles each puzzle asked the user to unscramble a word and then type the answer into the search bar to solve the exercise and move on to the next puzzle swifties around the world had to tackle a whopping 33 million puzzles to open taylor's vault um so long story short the vault was opened I want to say that Swifties globally answered what solved 33 million puzzles. I want to say it was in less than 24 hours. Yeah, they did it very fast. So fast to reveal five new songs from the vault for the 1989 re-recording. But before I, before we talk about the vault songs, can I just say like, this is marketing genius. She is a marketing whiz. Yeah. I, I feel like it is something we all talk about Taylor. So if she's been a legend since what we were kids, yeah, she is not slowing down. And I feel like we need to give her her flowers. Yeah. Like, the engagement with the fans this is some next level shit, shit. i was just bro- gonna- she literally crashed google again crashed google she crashed Ticketmaster this year she crashed and crashed amc yeah and i don't know if i've seen another artist like utilize a google like type of interactive game yeah i don't think i i think this is new at least some yeah. new that i'm somewhat seeing. new yeah. yeah this she could have been first of her time which yeah. like we live for uh for that <laughs> for her um but yes so for the the five vault tracks can i get a drum roll please so the first song is is it over now the second song is now that we don't talk the third song is say don't go the fourth song is suburban legends 
And then the fifth song is either Slut or Lust. The girlies on Twitter, we can't figure it out right now. But it's either Slut or um, Lust. So out of those titles, which are you most excited for? Oh, my gosh. I mean, just hearing the titles alone, I feel like Suburban Legend is Mm -hmm. already shady. It's a double entendre. It's giving, you know, (laughs) it's 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 giving like this title has a deeper meaning because Mm -hmm. I mean, Urban Legend means like myths, old wives tales. Yeah. um, And I I feel like it's putting me in the mindset of the last great American dynasty kind of where it's like, okay, this title is going to be something and Mm -hmm. then it's going to mean something completely. It's going to be a book. I'm like, is this shady for like? I don't know. I'm excited and I don't even want to speculate. I'm just excited to listen yeah. to the song. So excited. I'm a very big Swifty. For me, it's hard for me to choose. I'm kind of excited about all of them, to be honest. Um, I think I'm excited for Slut or Lust, Lust. whichever one. Yeah. Um, but I feel like it could go either way with that one because she's dealt with a lot of slut shaming. Oh, for sure. And then Lust is like such a poetic Taylor Swift word. So um who knows but she touched on the slut shaming that she had to deal with in her netflix documentary mm-hmm. uh if i'm not mistaken she watching did. that a few years ago in an inner i mean she she suffered and in an interview with like a, i believe i, I don't want to i don't know who it was i mm-hmm. can't remember so i'm not going to even name names but she definitely she's dealt with a lot and so i, I mean do you want to place bets do you think it's going to be lust or slut oh i kind of hope it's slut <laughs> Like, let's go there. Take the power back. Let's go there, Taylor. Um, but either way, I'm here for it. I'm a big Swifty. Now, Definitely. if only I can get tickets to the era show. God damn. <laughs> Maybe I'll get lucky next year. We'll see. Fingers crossed. But did you see the pictures of her and uh, Sophie Turner? I do not. So they were, they stepped out together last night in New York City. Um, I believe they were, they were either walking in. I think they were seen walking into a bar together. Obviously, they both looked great. Um, more recently, Sophie has made news because of the divorce between her and Joe Jonas Mm -hmm. so to me like the picture of them together in and of itself was just like cryptic I guess because Sophie Joe is her soon-to-be ex-husband for Taylor Joe is her ex-boyfriend um and earlier this year Clooney's shaken but earlier this year during the fearless Mm re-record um she released a song called Mr. Perfectly Fine which was a vault song um which is also rumored to be about her ex-boyfriend Joe Jonas and let me tell you every line of that song was a read I mean (laughs) it starts off with hello Mr. Perfectly Fine how's your heart after breaking mine Mr. Always at the right place at the right time um, she refers to this person as casually cruel and everything revolves around you. Wow. Shots fired. I mean, queen of subliminals, queen of reads, queen of all, you know, things, poetic mm-hmm. shade. Yeah. And honestly, I mean, with how the news broke with um, Joe and Sophie's divorce, mm-hmm. um, it was definitely the kind of he got a lot of pushback for someone from his camp or him coming out. We don't know. Some, allegedly. Yeah. Allegedly trying to, I don't know, kind of control the narrative mm-hmm. and win in the court of public opinion as far as beliefs about the divorce. Um, Which to me is kind of such an old school like viewpoint of how divorces like typically you would have the um, the bashing or something like that in public. Um, that's what we w- we used to see like in the past, but this has kind of been the summer of 
celebrity breakups I mean Joe and Sophie are kind of just a the first or the one of the more recent names um but more recently we also got news about the divorce between Jeannie and Jeezy um so according to entertainment tonight Jeezy filed for divorce on Thursday in Fulton County Superior Court the documents state that they've been separated um that the marriage is irretrievably broken and that there is no hope for reconciliation Jeezy was also asking for joint legal custody of their daughter Monica Jeezy's filing comes more than two years after he and the media personality tied the knot. Um, on the day of Jeezy's filing, the rapper shared a gallery of photos to Instagram alongside a caption that seemingly references the impending split, saying, quote, too focused on who I am, beco- who I'm becoming to focus on who's not coming with me, end quote. Wow. That was shade. Very much. Yeah, that was shade. Very much. And like I said before, it's kind of just a long list. I mean, we have Britney Spears and Sam Ashgari, Ariana Grande and Dalton Dalton Gomez, Sofia Vergara and Joe Maganello, um, Justin and Sophie Trudeau, Hugh Jackman and Deborah Lee Furness. Um, I don't it's just like the summer of celebrity breakups. What's in the water? It is. And honestly, like I, I don't know. I, I think I, I it's hard. It's hard because mm-hmm. You know, in some terms, divorce, I feel like it doesn't always have to be a negative thing. Sometimes it's for the betterment of the kids and different things like that. But it is hard. Like, I think the news that was the most shocking to me was definitely Sofia Vergara and Joe Mm -hmm. Maganello. I feel like when they got married, it was all over the news. Everyone was so excited. What an odd pairing. She's so beautiful. And to just hear that, like, that marriage is ending, it's just, it's crazy. There's going to be a lot of single people on the market. And honestly, for me, I thought Jeannie and Jeezy, just from, like, an outsider's look, like, we didn't see much. Obviously, I'm not in their relationship with them. But they seem to be somewhat compatible just in the sense of, like, they had balancing energies. For sure. Um I do I do want to challenge this society like why does divorce even though it's sad it's heartbreaking all of the above especially when you have children Um, but why does it always have to be like a super sad thing like it could like truly just be like two people choosing to honor themselves honor their happiness and move forward amicably like it doesn't always have to be such a sad connotation with it yeah um, I agree. I, I'd have to agree with you. You're in and Paige is like in her spiritual era. She's yeah. enlightened and speaking at a very high frequency. <laughs> so you're right. Like the world can't stop. And especially with the focus on mental health, like divorces are devastating mm-hmm. for people. It's about the separation of family, like of, of homes sometimes mm-hmm. and different things like that. And I think just with all of society pushing mental health Mm -hmm. you have to find a way to bounce back you have to find a way to keep going and so I think you're right like sometimes you need to focus more on the positive of situations as Mm -hmm. best as you can and so I'm I'm wishing all of these new singles well yeah um but but it's really sad it is now on to some lighter news we have some baby Baby news. news um so according to cbs news rihanna and asap rocky have debuted the newest addition to their family in a rare photo shoot in a photo shared 
By photographer Miles Diggs on Instagram, the couple poses with their new son, Riot Rose, and their firstborn son, Rizza. Did you see the picture? I did. I was like, is that little baby in a do-rag? And yes, yes, he was. He's so so cute. cute. No, but like the fact that the number one, the do-rag took me out. Yes. And then like the middle name is Rose and Mm -hmm. the baby was in all rose colors, automatically challenging uh, societal stereotypes. Um, pushing the boundaries once again, which is like Rihanna's strong suit, I yes. feel like. Even with the sense of like throughout her pregnancy, typically like sometimes society expects women to like cover up because they're pregnant and all this other stuff. And and even when they had the baby, like cover up, I mean, you a mom, you know what I yeah. mean? Oh, uh, her man. <laughs> I know. But I feel like Rihanna always like bucks societal standards in the best way possible. Motherhood looks great on her. Mm-hmm. She's sticking true to herself. Which I love. And I love the name Riot. Oh, for sure. Stop yeah. playing with him, Riot. It literally reminds me of Ice Spice. But when you just look at the name, like on paper, it's a really cute name. Oh, for sure. I live for unconventional names. Live for them. And it's very unique, especially with my name, like Madison. I have one of the most generic names of all time. My first name is Madison. My nickname is Maddie. Maddie. So I'm always here for the unique names. Um, yeah. The article went on to say, Rihanna, whose real name is Robin Rihanna Fenty, famously did debuted her second pregnancy during her Super Bowl performance earlier this year. She and rapper ASAP Rocky, whose real name is Rakeem Mayers, welcomed their first baby in May 2022. So this is definitely putting me in the mindset of the Kardashian fam, where all of their names started with a K, because we have Robin, we have Rakeem, RZA, and now Riot. So I'm here for it. I am here for this sort of it's I want to say like monotone but that's not the word like single letter <laughs> everybody loves R I was like is it alliteration no that's not the word either but, no, but I get what you're super, saying super duper cute super yeah duper cute we I'm are excited. here for it motherhood looks great on her yes it does we are here for it Alrighty, in housewives news I know we have a lot of housewives news Tons. so a new episode of real housewives of Salt Lake City came on last night yeah and there was so much funny shit that happened in this episode like I, I truly don't even know know like where to start um for starters they were on a girl's trip um in palm springs california at the trixie motel yeah this is like such an unexpected crossover for me though right because it's like rupaul's drag race and like real housewives of salt lake city it's yeah. funny and well and the funny part is earlier this summer we were watching mm-hmm. the hbo special where they went through all of the rooms and it was trixie motel on the how it came to fruition yeah, like their whole design process and yeah what was it it was a flip it was a what is it it was a flip yeah it was a flip it was a fixer-upper um and it turned out beautiful oh, like it was sure. stunning that pink on camera oh my god yeah. it literally like transported you to a different place oh for sure so that was fun to get to see it showcased on this show now they came out of the bat heavy though with the drama this episode um when obviously whitney invited angie k and the last episode we saw that whitney and angie k got there before all of the other girls so meredith was very surprised when she showed up and angie k was sitting on the um beach chair <laughs> the pool chair yes tan and getting her tan on in those cunty ass glasses i need to know where those are from but that's a side note mm-hmm. um so my first question is like is that a party foul to invite someone that you know that has been explicitly not invited 
so i feel like housewives they they operate by their own rules because mm-hmm. the core focus is drama bullshit stirring the pot bring yeah. the bone back so on the by the rules of housewives no i feel like whitney did her big <laughs> one with this one she's like oh i'm friends with trixie let me go crash this party let me take over this hosting gig yeah let me get into this with trixie let me bring angie like so she did her big one with that yeah. but in my everyday life if I was not invited somewhere, I would not go. No, in everyday <laughs> life, I would not go. Yeah. It's funny, though, because this is a plot that we kind of see a lot in reality TV shows. It's like the perfect way to bring drama. Oh, for sure. Um, especially for someone like Angie K, who's relatively new to this franchise. Even though, <clears throat> excuse me, even though we saw her as a friend of Jen Shaw. Yes. Um, last season. Yeah. In my real everyday life, I wouldn't have gone. No. But like as a housewife for sure it's hilarious we did we saw we've been seeing a lot of uh drama with angie i mean even throughout the episode what she got into heather and her had a she little got tiff into monica and then monica and her mary, had a tiff. mary and her, her had a little and tiff. lastly i mean meredith. meredith i felt like meredith's energy was so different from what we typically see from meredith marks like yeah um, I felt like there was like this air of sadness over her. For sure. That's why I didn't feel like it was fair for Whitney to say like you always use this. I don't know because we've seen Meredith get pissed off. She got pissed off at Jen Shaw. I can't even remember. Oh, when Jen Shaw allegedly uh, flashed Brooks Marks. Um, She was pissed off about that. that. And then when Lisa had her whole like you fucked half of New York rampage, like she was pissed off about that. Mm -hmm. But this was just like a sad energy. It was. And I feel like even when Meredith's father passed, Mm -hmm. she was very emotional. But this is the first time I've seen her so emotional just based on Mm -hmm. some of the comments the girls have made. Yeah. Um, I think we see it with a lot of housewives the show it gets to people eventually mm-hmm. it, it, it does. does get to people um and so yeah it wasn't it wasn't good to see her consistently breaking down throughout the episode what did you um, think about monica Ooh, so i like monica Me when too. she and i will say this she did consistently get on angie k's ass about <laughs> some of the re- rebuttals that she had to meredith but listen this is housewives like and to be honest some of her reads were tame her i mean re- for housewives maddie for housewives they tame. were tame saying that tame. meredith had cobwebs on her jewelry yeah like Very that's a tame. tame read it is um, I do like Monica as an addition to the cast, though. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say I like her more than Angie K because I don't know if I've seen enough yet to make that determination. But what I will say is I like her candor. And she kind of reminds me of like an OG housewife, like a Jacqueline Larita. Um, and she honestly like her youthful energy. Like she kind of reminds me of Ashley Darby okay. um, in a way. And I appreciate her candor with just like bringing up the fact that she was fucking her brother-in-law like i don't know it was funny it was it was shaking the table a little bit yeah Um, it's definitely given what housewives need to give yeah she's one to watch yeah one to watch watch, for sure for sure i'm excited like right now the rents do like i'm excited to see her like (laughs) oh for sure after a couple seasons that's the perfect way to describe it baby she's got on here like the old housewives used to when when the rent rent was was due due. that's how she is on here it's almost like when you watch like a season of like just regular drag race as opposed to watching all stars like when the rent is due honey like the girls just act different they do (laughs) but i don't think we can like stop talking about this episode without talking about mary oh for sure that was I mean, so funny but it's it's typical mary typical mary. like it's always what she's she can't stand whitney mm-hmm. it's always her little weird ass things to get upset about yes. she was doing her big one when she said uh you called my 
And the funniest part of the whole clip is that literally all you could see was Heather in the corner about to throw up, Monica <laughs> in the corner, and Whitney just like being so confused. Yes. But you couldn't see Mary. All you no. could hear was her voice. Well, I saw a little bit of Mary's wig in the oh shot. Oh my God. And her saying, You called me a pornography. Hilarious. I literally couldn't even connect what she was like talking about. It was later, I guess, she called her a predator or whatever. But yeah. oh my God. It was a really funny episode. I think for me, one of the I I, lo- I almost lost my lunch when Heather was shit faced in yes, the back of that she was so fucked party up. bus and I saw her down in those espresso martinis and I went girl like a water. martini will fuck you, you up, up quick it will I remember when we were at the bar it was like this so we went out in Chicago like in Chicago proper it was like half bar half bowling alley and you know I'm a sweet drink girl so like typically I'll order um like lemon drop martinis or strawberry martinis etc no i decided to get a dirty martini i don't know what came over me so this dirty martini shows up in front of me and has the olives and shit in it i'm like i don't know what to do with this i taste it i'm like oh lord like i just couldn't drink it (laughs) so maddie had to end up finishing the drink yeah and by the time i finished 75 percent of that drink my toes were i couldn't even barely (laughs) feel my toes so yeah i can only imagine you were very much like yeah this is why the girls in real housewives of new york city are always fucked up oh for sure because a martini will go to you like nothing else and heather had five of them motherfuckers (laughs) and honestly she could have had more and that's why they said she wasn't gonna be able to walk about that bus and she wasn't able to walk out of that bus without throwing up all over that bus i felt bad for the driver Oh, for sure. And the driver looked pissed. She's like, girl, I'm going to have to clean all this shit And then up. Whitney banging on the door because she couldn't get herself out. Oh, my God. It was funny. It, it was one of really the better funny. episodes of the yeah, franchise. Yeah, for sure. I definitely think this season is one of the better seasons. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I'm excited, especially while comparing it to the new Roni. Yes. Um, it's been a good time. It has. Um. So in sadder Housewives, Housewives news. news. Yes. Um. So this this article is being sourced from CNN. Um, Real Housewives of Orange County cast member Shannon Bedore was arrested for drunk driving and hit and run in Newport Beach, California Mm -hmm. over the weekend, according to police. Beater 59 was arrested and booked early Sunday. A public information officer for the Newport Beach Police Department told CNN alcohol-related DUI and hit and run uh, with property damage are both misdemeanor charges in Bedore's case, according to police. She was released shortly after. Uh, She was quoted, uh, or her lawyer was quoted giving a statement to CNN where he said, I spent quite a bit of time with Shannon yesterday. She's extremely apologetic and remorseful. We will be awaiting the official information on this case as it becomes available and shannon is prepared to accept full responsibility for her actions Mm. (sighs) this is sad very sad um i want to first start off by saying thank god no one was injured thank god that it was just property damage i mean bedore was injured in the car accident but everyone is alive yeah Uh, it could have been so much worse yeah i think this is a sobering reminder we need to all drink responsibly yeah even if you think you can go out there and drive just call an uber i mean she has access to a driving service yeah it's just not worth it i know uh so sad um like you said though luckily nobody was injured and i think it's a good first step for shannon to you know apologize and then hopefully move on to take the necessary steps that she needs for herself so sure uh and then i know tamra judge one of her 
uh, co-workers on the OC fr- uh, franchise posted a picture of her, Vicky, and Shannon. Yeah. So it seems like they are supporting her through this ordeal. I hope yeah. she gets the help she needs. Yeah. Um, okay, so in some other news, Lauren Boebert. <laughs> so unfortunately for Boebert's campaign, so this is according to New York Magazine, um, unfortunately for Boebert's campaign to rebrand as a normal lawmaker, more juicy details keep coming out. Bobert, who has condemned drag shows in the past, was co-groping at Beetlejuice with an Aspen bar owner whose establishment hosts drag shows and participates in an event called Aspen Gay Ski Week. Um, she was quoted saying, I learned to check party affiliations before you go on a date. Um, although the pair have been reportedly seeing each other for months now. Ooh. At, least she, at least she has her defenders, though. In a long Facebook post published Monday, Bobert's ex-husband Jason said he shared the blame for the incident, claiming that his acts of cheating, quote, broke her down. While it's odd to have your recent ex-husband come to your defense for getting handsy in public, Jason Bobert is something of an expert in this realm having once been arrested for exposing himself to a teenager at a bowling alley oh lord lord this is messy can i just say when i first saw the video i didn't think it was real and then i saw that deep ass side part and i was like oh that's lauren bober like this is real (laughs) yeah um that oh this this is like a never-ending incident for her and i think the issue is lauren is very hard on people Mm -hmm. i think especially because she was at a child's play beetlejuice her whole entire attack against the lgbt community and drag shows has been being sexual in front of children over sexualizing Mm -hmm. plays and just kind of Uh, putting them in a really bad position because you're accusing them of being inappropriate in front of children. Mm -hmm. So for her to be in a children's play, grabbing on stuff, getting grabbed on and then vaping. (laughs) Oh God. It's like, if you, if you're at an everyday movie theater, you're going to have people like kissing and doing stuff. You're going to hear it. Mm -hmm. But the fact that she has made that her hill and started to accuse other people of doing things. And now she's found herself in the same position. Uh, it's interesting it's interesting for sure first of all those cameras in that movie theater were damn good can we talk about that because how did you see all that right but the boldness i think to do that in a a packed theater it's a child's play like it's just it's messy for sure definitely messy i want to know did they have those videos enhanced though because the way those cameras were so clear it makes me wonder if they had them enhanced you know what i i don't even know if the groping was as obvious i think she was reported for the smoking originally and then they went back because she said she wasn't vaping and i think that's when they went back and they reviewed the footage and they saw everything else yeah um and it was just oh my goodness it's just messy it's messy all around and what is the saying like thou who thou who live i don't even know in a glass of how how this shouldn't throw throw it yeah yeah yeah. yeah. that's that's the one yeah so we're gonna keep a close eye to that i know she was supposed to speak at an upcoming event uh regarding some youth group i believe don't Mm. quote me um but they did remove her as a speaker or a chair member Mm. um so yeah we'll see the fallout from this as it continues yeah um, so according to Revolt TV, well, first of all, did you see JT's campaign with Beats and Mawalola? I'm trying Mal-a-lola. to say that right. I think is how you say it. Okay. I did see that campaign. I didn't 
immediately recognize it as a beats campaign though yeah you were just like oh i'm just looking here i'm just here for jt honey. yeah i'm, I'm, not like, I'm here for these pictures honey yes yeah, so beats by dre dropped new images for a collaboration with moa lola the pics showcased city girls jt with a colorful hairstyle she also had the brand silver solo three headphones draped over one eye instead of covering her ears in one picture the striking shots drew mixed reactions from people on social media, with some fans scoffing at the unconventional positioning of the headphones. JT grew passionate when talking about what it meant for her to land a fashion campaign. You don't always see faces like mine. She was. This is her quote. You don't always see faces like mine. You do not always see girls with a big nose, big ass cheekbones. You know, usually you see narrow faces in these spaces. It's not just for fashion people. Like campaigns are not just for people who look a certain type of way. She said, adding, this is my dark. This is for my dark skin girls. This is Miss Mugshot is now mm. faces of brands. Aww. JT went on to say we deserve to be on campaign campaigns too i agree for sure um i think she highlighted a very important message just like putting colorism at the forefront of the debate and like calling out potentially those discrepancies when it comes to responses of pictures for me when i saw the picture like i think everybody is trying to push the envelope and do like quirky things like she used the the beats headphone as an ipad like Mm -hmm. that's innovation right there oh for sure do you know how hard it is in this day and age to do something different original new like yeah she she definitely did that so i feel like i need to ask you if you had a beats campaign what would your campaign be i really don't know um but i know it would serve um (laughs) i'd probably do it for like headphones or something but i'd go all out i think that's a part of the fun with like fashion and photography is pushing the envelope um and i love that she took this opportunity to highlight um the issues with colorism and really bring that to the forefront yeah um i I don't get why someone would feel so passionate about a picture though like no but i mean we're in the day and age where you can't do anything right Mm -hmm. you know people are so highly critical and you're damned if you do you're damned Damned if you don't don't. i agree i think if i were to do a beats campaign i would definitely do a beats pill because i feel like i love the beats pill when i got that that really like that was everything to me so maybe like i'd have my beats pill and i'd be like taking a pill and i don't know That's like funny maybe something like that if, yeah. if I, but maybe someone's done that before it kind of reminds me of the iconic beats like uh campaign with like kendall jenner kylie jenner justin bieber like that was the one. Oh, for sure that was the one i think that was during the vine days too was right? it I- because there was like a maybe whole bunch of like spoofs of it on maybe. i don't know maybe or was it early tiktok days girl child oh no what because you mo- we might have been in high school a girl i can't remember i feel like we were in junior high school i don't know it was everything though. but you know she had her impact and she did her big one and she needs to keep her keep your head up jt yeah and she's always she's she's known as like a fashion girly now she's definitely gone through somewhat of a, re- a revolution even mm-hmm. her instagram pictures um, for a lot of people, her and Carisha's outfit at the mm-hmm. VMAs were the talk of the town. So she's known for this and keep doing you, girl. All all news or all press, whatever they say, all press is it's good, good press. press. All publicity is good, bad, child. <laughs> <laughs> you know what we're trying to say. Yes. <laughs> Oh, so that concludes our first ever episode of oh the PM gosh. Diaries. We are officially done with the 411 now. Yeah. Um, I know that as we transition into fall, a lot of TV shows are going to be coming back. We have news breaking every day. So we look forward to speaking with y'all the next time. Yes. Alrighty. Sweet dreams, Night Owls. Sweet dreams. Bye. Bye. <laughs>